Is it because Boogie Back was the ending theme for the yeah. episode we watched today? Totally. All right, no. Um, it's the only song Vic can't take from us. <laughs> <laughs> wow, right on the fucking Vic train, eh? All right, well, uh, all right, all right, we'll just get, we'll, we'll uh, address the elephant in the room. You stole my lighter. That's the elephant in the room. Mine now. Please give me that motherfucking lighter. But <laughs> All right. What's the dress the elephant in the room? The Vic Vic Nog. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. I figured at least a third y'all motherfuckers wouldn't download that. Hmm. In all honesty. <laughs> Good for you, you know? We're sticking to your convictions. And you knew me well enough to know that I would err on the fucking side of common sense. <laughs> mm. What the fuck? I stand stupid. <laughs> I stand hashtag. I stand with it. That should have been our first red flag. Jesus, <laughs> they couldn't man. even figure that one out. In all honesty, if you're part of the team, the fucking the genius team that came up with hashtag, I stand with Vic. Why don't you reach out? Why don't you let us know? You know, just say hello. Give us a shout. Um, I'd like to hear from you and like to know the thought process about, <laughs> about hashtag um, I stand with Vic and why in the fuck it wasn't the obvious pick of hashtag stick with Vic. It's so easy. It was right there. All right. That's just kind of a long way to say um, Vic can't take boogie back from us, but he definitely <laughs> did take the American fucking localization of uh of of the second opening for Super, which you know, Limit Break X Survivor, hmm. aka the fucking song that you guys hear me do an acoustic intro of every single goddamn week, aka personally my second favorite Dragon Ball, second most favorite Dragon Ball intro of all time. That's a hell of a statement for me, man. I've been watching Dragon Ball since the tender age of six, coming up on a quarter century, man. I'll tell you all about Dragon Ball opening themes. This one's the second best one, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I know what y'all are thinking. What's the first best opening one? If you don't know the answer to it, tough fucking noogies. I've talked about it in the past. Go find it. Go Dragon. find it in the past episodes. What? You think you know what it is? Go ahead. I know it's not Dragon Power. but I, don't I, go <laughs> I mean, that's a movie theme. Yeah. When I talk about opening themes, I'm talking about a specific set of about, what is it? Five songs now. All right. The five, uh, six songs. All right. It's Makufugushigi Maku Adventure, Mysterious Adventure, the first driver. If you want to hear a metal version of that song, you know, go listen to the OGDB Super Dope on Patreon because that's how we open the show every week, metal style. Uh, then you got Chala motherfucking head Chala. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's obviously, you know, most people's favorite. Then you got We Got Power. Motherfucking Ajet. You know what I'm saying? Like that song whoops ass. And then you got 
What is it? Boku Watashi Angels, whatever the fuck it's called. Angel, ding, ding, angel, ding, ding, angel, ding, ding, angel. That shit means the world to me. Because that was the first, like, that one and We Got a Power were, you know, the two first Japanese themes that I was, like, properly introduced to. You know what I mean? Um, through to through the fucking bootlegs that I got from my uncle Julius, who mm. doesn't think that I ever give him shoutouts on this podcast, but yet I've talked about him and his magical duffel bag coming back and forth from New York City countless times on the show. Can we thank him for these really cool, authentic Japanese school supplies? So no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> we can thank my other uncle. Uh, we'll just call him. I think his um, stage name, like whatever his students call him or whatever, is Ro. Hmm. But I call him Uncle Steve. <laughs> Uncle Robo. Call him Uncle Robo. All right. <laughs> Robo Steve. Yeah. Robo. Uh, Robo recently. And like this dude took a, um, he got married in the last couple of years. His uh, honeymoon, he, is, he and his wife spent basically, I think, a month, maybe a little over a month in Japan. Just exploring Japan, the whole entire country. Spent a lot of time in Tokyo, Sweet. and he came back and there, and he was like, "Dude, you have to go." <laughs> mm. That like you would not fucking believe some of the shit going on there. Uh, but we, we gotta make sure this podcast gets released in Japan. Work on our you know fan base over there. I <laughs> mean, we have at least one fan in Japan. All right, that's the start. That I'm aware of the start. Uh, and it's Todd Russell, no. who I think, <laughs> yeah, it's Todd. Never mind. <laughs> you know what? I bet you, Todd, that prick fucking fell off. And you know what, Todd? If you haven't fell off, prove me wrong and tell me that you just fucking heard me call you out like that <laughs> prick. Although I did watch him do a really cool unbox video of like a cool like Goku and Demon King Piccolo thing a couple weeks, a statue that he got. At like, you know, he lives in Japan. He's in the military. So it's like fucking four o'clock in the morning here. And it's like, you know, I don't know what time there, like seven, eight o'clock at night, whatever the fuck it is. Um, and, you know, I, I popped in that room. I watched him do his thing. And I said, super dope. <laughs> and he gave us a shout out. Super dope. Hell yeah. That's our only fan in Japan that I'm aware of. <laughs> we have a couple other people we could probably work on being fans who are like important fans of like influence. That we have like pretty close connections to that if we can get them on Team Super Dope, maybe we'd have a little bit of a foothold in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Mm. My Uncle Robo uh, went back to Japan recently because his wife's best friend got married in India. Uh, mm. So they had a layover in Japan. This is their second time in the country. They were there for like six hours or something like that. So they went out and explored and they got me these fucking super dope Dragon Ball Super School supplies. Oh, this thing's pretty when cool, I have man. it, open them up, but we're going to open them up right now. 
Um, you know what? I'll fucking I'll get the live open for this thing because the visual for the super supplies you should you should see it. Yeah, this is some really cool art. You know. Yeah, I hope you guys are, uh, you know, active on our on our social media because uh, if you're not, you're missing out on the visual of my super dope Dragon Ball Super supplies. Uh, let's see. How do I do this? Live video on the Facebook because we. What the fuck? Would you get a notification we're going live? Tell me you got a notification we're going live. That'd be dope. Super Ooh, dope. Dragon Ball Super Dope's going live. Super Dope. All right. So real quick for the Facebook listener, in case you watch this stuff later, um, we are just quickly uh, going to open a gift I got today uh, from my uncle Robo, and uh, he got me. He recently had a layover in Japan on his way to India, so he got me. Uh, <laughs> some fucking school supplies and it looks like there's like a coloring book and maybe some stickers and shit so uh like mike norm you take this <laughs> gun 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 drop and shit dude oh no all right first of all it's all over the floor what do we got we got a super dope dragon ball super ruler protractor kind of and there seems to be some kind of Measurement device. <laughs> I like that kid trunks. I like that kid trunks and future trunks are in the same fucking little thing here. And that Goten's here, like maybe he matters. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's whack. That's pretty whack. All right, cool. We got a very useful ruler. We got some super dope pencils, which seem to be you know tournament of power base. We got Goku. Uh, Vegeta, Gohan looking real mystic and shit, plus some Pakurinja! Junanago! Alright, we got the fucking official Toei sticker and all. Very cool, very cool. And I dig this art up here, too. Right. That gold freezer at the top, being a beast. Yo, apparently kids in Japan don't need erasers. That's like an American kid thing. Yeah. Fucking A. Way to go, J-Pan. I don't know. I would never use these. These are way too cool to use. All right, then we got some fucking cool ass stickers. Oh shit, wait, no wait, we got something else. What's this? Oh, it is so. I'm assuming this <laughs> so is So I guess Japanese kids do use erasers. So Japanese kids do use erasers, <laughs> but they're not on their pencils because Japanese kids aren't so lazy that they need an eraser on their pencil. Very cool. Again, all tournament of power based stuff in terms of the art that we're seeing here. And then we got some fucking do good stickers, alright? So we got lots of Gokus. We got lots of Gokus. We got some Vegeta. Another Vegeta. A cool Super Saiyan God Goku. Super Saiyan Goku. Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, Beerus, Beerus, Whis, Golden Frieza, the Dragon Balls. So, if I'm a teacher in school, how in the fuck they only give me three Golden Friezes? Those are like the gold stars, man. Those are the best of the best. I want to give out Golden Friezes <laughs> as like a, like, like you said, like a gold star. Yeah, man, like you did good. Star. That's whack as hell. So what do we do? How do we recreate these? Mm, I can I can do it, but it wouldn't be shiny like that. Oh man, they gotta be shiny. It's golden that, like, freezer, freezer. That foil background, you know? Mm, I'm gonna have to go to wish.com, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I could get the foil. 
All right, and then we got this book. I, I, this is the thing that I've been wanting to look through. I guess there's a notebook. Ah, oh, man, I hope it's... Oh, no, I guess Ooh. it's in here. Ooh. What are those, more stickers? Stamps? Yeah, they look like stamps almost. Right. That's pretty dope. All right, all right. Oh. Cool, cool. Japanese kids also don't need lines in their yeah, books, apparently. No, Yo, but look at that fucking art on the inside. That's, that's pretty cool. cool. Gun, 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 ultra instinct. Jiren is a motherfucker. That's cool. Ooh. That's the shot. Is this where I write my fucking name and shit? Yep. That's where I write Death Note. This Death Note belongs to... Super Dope. Super Kyle. Super Dope! Alright, cool. Glad we got the visual out. If you didn't, uh, you didn't have the opportunity to check it out, you heard the man. Stay tuned. Yo, Roy Summer! Um, yeah. If you guys didn't have the opportunity to uh, get the visual, go check out uh, Facebook Live. The video should be archived there. Um, moving on. We didn't even fucking get to the main point about talking about songs. Oh, right. Our, uh, Vic Magnagna. Uh, all right. This is the only other thing I'm about to say about Vic Magnagna. All right. And for all y'all giving my fucking girl Monica a hard time, go fuck yourselves. Right. Straight up. I'll bash some heads. Straight up. Like, and I understand maybe she's not acting in the fucking most uh, cool way. Like when you guys, and I realized that I'm about to, use, I'm about to use the term talk shit. When you guys are about to talk shit to her on the fucking Twitter or whatever, she's not very cool. Talk shit. It covers a range of things. Maybe it could just be like, hey, I have this valid, decent point about the Vic thing. And maybe she didn't react too coolly. Or maybe you're one of those motherfucking troglodytes being like, yo, you're a fucking liar and a bitch. You know, fucking whatever other terrible name you yeah. could have called. You know what? All those people who are bashing on Monica, we all know the truth. What's the truth? It's just Vic with a bunch of different screen names. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets a new handle. Just like it was Vic fucking lobbying to get himself back as Broly. Exactly. <laughs> when everyone else was already working on the movie and he was hired super late in the process because, uh, like... Motherfuckers got a bot farm. <laughs> the same five people who have been arguing with on the internet for the last ten days were right. like, you better bring back Vic or else. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a legit... Cult, whatever. Like not just like so-called fuck. This quote, is my quote, point. Cult following. My but. point in bringing up the Vic thing. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't really want to talk about it. We've already talked about it more than I wanted to yeah. talk about it. If you got shit to say about Monica, this probably isn't the show for you because she's our friend. She's cool with us. Mm-hmm. Up until this whole thing was fucking happening. A full disclosure. She, we were talking about bringing her on the show, but I think uh, many of you trolls have probably. Um, yeah, now it's not the time. Anyway. Now it's not the time. Let's just fucking put it like that. Um, all right. So that's neither here nor there. Obviously, we're Team Monica. And if you're not, whatever, dude. I'm not fucking particularly sad about losing your listenership. That's just me, me and Frank. Go fucker yourself. So <laughs> that being said, my gripe with Vic now. This motherfucker's still singing the goddamn intro every goddamn week. Right. Doing that butcher ass, and it's not him who like localized the lyrics, I'm sure. But like, I don't want that motherfucker getting some royalty checks every time I have to listen to his hack ass dub version of Limit Break X Survivor. Fuck all that. Right. 
I'm not trying to hear that shit at all. I don't want to hear it. Let this be the opportunity for Funimation to say, you know what? We fired that mock, and now we're going to pull his dub performance, his hack-ass dub performance of this fucking tune. It's not awful. It's definitely not good. He's done worse. <laughs> See, Dragon Soul or... Don, Don, now I'm falling under oh, your spell, your spell. My name is a Vic Magna. <laughs> Let this be the opportunity for Funimation to say, yes, Kyle, we agree. Fuck that guy. We're not going to play his dub version of Limit Break X Survivor anymore because that shit's whack as hell. And fuck him because it gets he gets paid every time it plays. Right. Let this be the opportunity to just bring over the Japanese ones already. Bring it back. Dragon Ball is one of the only animes that localizes the tunes. Like, why make them so many other animes on television, on cable TV, just let the Japanese tunes run? Yeah. It's, Jap- it's a Japanese show. We don't need to whitewash it. I mean, they do. I mean, Akira Toriyama whitewashed it right out the gate in 1984. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, black and white, black and white. <laughs> 86 happened. They're like, peach, peach, peach skin tone, peach skin tone, peach skin tone. <laughs> yeah, we need a petition. Bring back the Japanese songs, intros. I, I like, what's, why, why bother? Like, it costs money to fucking localize them, make the translate for the lyrics, have somebody else fucking sing it and shit, sing it as. Badly as that fucking cocksucker does, like, I'll fucking do it for like, free. If y'all motherfuckers want to keep localizing songs, I'll do it for free. It's like Jello still playing uh, Cosby commercials. It's just unnecessary and honestly a little distasteful. Hashtag kick Vic in the dick. Hashtag kick Vic in the dick. All right. So today we're reviewing, we're still, we're like maybe three episodes behind now on the dubs. Isn't that a miracle? Jeez. <laughs> you just sounded so genuinely disgusted. <laughs> Jeez. A full three weeks, a full three, I think with like four episodes. You have like a more exasperated G's to share with us. Kyle will do the songs, half the price of Vic. You want Bargain Bin, bin Vic to sing your fucking songs? Forget about it. Basement price, Kyle. <laughs> all right. First of all, <laughs> I feel like you didn't sell me enough. <laughs> Second of all, I would do it for free. Never mind how. Right? Price. Seriously. So long as y'all motherfuckers put my name in the credits, right. that's really all I ask for. And then maybe if I ask a couple voice actors for an interview, y'all don't act so surprised or bewildered by it. <laughs> and hopefully the fucking fan base will agree into not harassing the people that we are fucking um, talking about coming on to our show uh, into fucking retreat. We're talking episode 93 of Super today. Yeah, my girl Kayla looking thick. You're our 10th warrior. <laughs> Goku approaches Frieza. <laughs> the 93rd episode. It's Japanese air date. June 4th, 2017. One day after I turned... Uh, so the day after my 28th birthday, they went to hell to recruit Frieza. And boy, did I relish that fucking birthday gift. 
that was a cool shot with in hell with freezer with the flowers and the pink lighting. It's just so beautiful. It's just such it's so it's so serene. And Freeze is just so angry to be <laughs> in such a beautiful place. Everyone is shocked at Goku's suggestion that they recruit Frieza as the team's 10th member. Goku explains that he heard from Dende that Frieza remains in hell because he will never repent. Vegeta is the most opposed to this and angrily tells Goku to not think of using the Dragon Balls to resurrect Frieza. Even though Goku informs everyone that he intends to ask Fortune Telebaba to bring Frieza back for only 24 hours, Shin says that recruiting Frieza is ridiculous because there's no way of knowing what Frieza will do to them. But Goku states that if Mofok gets out of line... Oh, no way. If Mofok gets out of line, he wouldn't want to get out of line because he'd be real pissed if the world gets destroyed because then he gets destroyed. And then if Mofok gets out of line, Goku and Vegeta will kick him in the dick. <laughs> Frieza probably doesn't have a dick, huh? Hmm. Asexual, I imagine. Goku asks Whis if he thinks that Universe 7 can win easily. Whis is unsure since he doesn't know much about the other universes, but mentions that there is a universe where lives a mortal who not even a god of destruction can defeat, and that a god of destruction happens to be stronger than Beerus. He retorts that he only lost in an arm wrestling match one time to a tiny little rat motherfucker named Catella. Oh, I thought it was Belmont. Nah. Belmont's the god of that universe. The god that he talks about losing the arm wrestling match to is Kintella. Uh, and that's that little rat mouse god of destruction. I think he's from universe 4. But that's why it's like a weird line. He's like, I, well, there's a mortal stronger than me even? Well, I've only lost one time and it was didn't even really count because it was an arm wrestling match. It was an arm wrestling match to a little rat mouse mofk and that's not cool so i don't know what the fuck y'all bragging about goku reassures everyone that if frieza gets out of control he or vegeta will cap his ass he then leaves to speak to king yama but everyone is unaware that someone is watching them nearby bum 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 <laughs> Goku arrives in the afterlife and asks King Yama to let him meet Frieza. Much to King Yama's shaku. He asks what business Goku has with Frieza and Goku explains the situation. Although he warns Goku that Frieza will never repent and may cause chaos on Earth, King Yama is more concerned about the universe being erased and gives Goku's permission to go to hell. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Universe 6, Kaba and Caulifla try to teach Kale how to transform into a Super Saiyan. Kale struggles to transform by focusing on releasing her energy from her back. So they're trying to be like, yo, girl, get it out your back. Feel the tingles in your back. Come on, shake it out, baby, do that conga. No, we can control yourself any longer. Shake out the back, shake out the back, shake out the back. And it's like that. <laughs> but it doesn't work like that for her. Kale struggles to transform by focusing on releasing her energy from her back. What a stupid fucking sentence that is. Caulifla starts insulting <laughs> Kale, 
to force her to transform through anger, and Kava is confused. Kale apologizes because she is a weak Saiyan. Khalifa then orders Kava to insult Kale, but he instead makes her cry, and Khalifa berates him for hurting Kale's feelings. Kale, uh, Kale, through jealousy of Kava and Khalifa's friendly arguing, abruptly transforms into a completely different Super Saiyan form. So, in the dub we watched today, Kale and Khalifa, Kale calls Khalifa her sister at a certain point. I didn't take it in like in the sense of blood relation, but as if to say like very close to one another, good friends. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to refer to you or Brandon as my brother, except we ain't lesbians. Hmm. These two though, gets a little weird. Kale apologizes because she's a weak saying. Khalifa then orders Kava to insult that bitch. Call Kale, through jealousy of Kaba and Khalifa's friendly arguing, abruptly transforms to a completely different Super Saiyan form. Khalifa is stunned and wonders how she did this, and Kaba thinks that's because Kale thinks Khalifa likes Kaba. Kale attacks Kaba, trying to kill him, while Khalifa praises Kale for her newfound power. However, Khalifa realizes Kale's instability, transforms into Super Saiyan 2, like I said, mm. to save Kaba from getting killed by an energy blast. Khalifa tells Kale she doesn't need to get upset because she would never fall for Kaba. This is where I feel like the dub did a better job than the sub in conveying the fact that Kale and Khalifa might be diking it up. Which, by the way, is 100% cool, but I'd rather you just kind of tell me that as opposed to leaving it sort of ambiguous. And uh, oh gosh, but you know, some people run with it. What some people have a problem with it, you mean? Gosh, I could just already see repeats of fucking what are they called? Kefla, when they fuse, you mean the, 10 years ago when, when Vic threw a big stink, glompers signing certain pictures, yowie. Yeah, it's, isn't it kind of like that? I mean, yeah, except it's actual canon, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. Now they might be lesbians in canon. They might be. I mean, they they left it, you know. Khalifa tells Kale she doesn't need to get upset because she would never fall for Kaba. Well, she said she'd never be attracted to him. Yeah, and why would she need to reinforce that idea with Kale? Yeah, because that makes Kale sense. was jealous that Cauliflower might like somebody who's not Kale. Right. Right? Okay, sure. We can make that assumption, I guess. Of course. They're dependent on one another. They love, I'm not saying they munch and box on the bread, <laughs> but like they might be. Who knows? Who are we to assume? So I'm guessing they are gays. Kale turns back. To her normal state and collapses into Khalifa's arms. Again, because they in love. Kaba tells Khalifa that she has accidentally found a team member. So now they realize how powerful Kale is. Obviously, she's good back. Uh, she's back on the fucking team. Back in hell, Goku frees Frieza and explains the tournament of power to him. Frieza is interested, but asks if it would be a problem if he didn't go. Goku says it would be a problem, but would accept being refused. 
Cuckoo then asks if he will return to hell after the tournament of power. Excuse me. Fuck off. Frieza then asks if he will return to hell after the tournament of power, and Goku confirms this. Frieza explains his terms for agreeing to participate. If y'all win, y'all motherfuckers wish me back. I don't give a shit. If it's with the Super Dragon Balls or Earth Dragon Balls, it's fine. Wish me the motherfucker back. Frieza then asks if he can kill his opponent, and is disappointed when Goku says, nah. Frieza says he can endure anyway, and go. And Goku goes to Baba, who is reluctant to oblige. Now, I might have missed something in that conversation between Goku and Frieza, but I recall originally uh, Frieza wanted to be wished back uh, with the Dragon Balls. Yep. And Goku said no. Yep. So Frieza's like, check out my gold. And Goku's okay. Goku's all like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll wish you back. <laughs> so what exactly way, was it that convinced him? Was it yeah. that he had agreed to fight with him? So the way or? they frame it is... <laughs> If I fight after the tournament's done, am I coming back to hell? And Goku's like, yeah, you are. Right. And Frieza's like, all right, well, that's kind of whack. What if I just say no? Goku's like, well, I'll tell you this. Whoever wins the tournament of power gets a wish with the Super Dragon Balls. If you win and you get the Super Dragon Balls, make whatever the fuck wish you want. And Goku and Frieza's like, well... How about, I don't even need the Super Dragon Balls. I just need the Earth Dragon Balls. If you win, if Universe 7 remains intact, you will use the Earth Dragon Balls to resurrect me. Mm -hmm. Then, which Goku says like, "Mm, I don't know. And then he's like, dude, look at all this shit that I've been up to in hell. Look at this. Go! Look at the way that I've been thinking about killing you for the last however many months. Every hour of every day in my brain, I think of new ways to kill you. So that convinces him to bring him back? (laughs) That's when Goku's like, all right, well, obviously we need you because even though you've been dormant in hell in a fucking cocoon or whatever, you're still mentally just as sharp as you've ever been. So I think that's what helps him or makes him obliged to We went to this deal knowing he was a strong fighter, you know, implying that he was a strong fighter. I mean, him going gold isn't going to change the fucking... Anyway. I don't know. I love Frieza all of the time. Yeah, sure. Um, We're making progress here, guys. We're almost done with the dubs. Uh, 94, 95, 96, 97. I think 97 was the most recent episode that came on. We got to double up. I don't know. We, we've got a bunch of shit going on for like extra recordings for April. So if you're not on the Patreon and you don't know what April plans look like, I mean, those people do because they're cool as fuck. You don't because maybe you're not <laughs> as cool, but that's OK. You can you can remedy that situation if you go to patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope uh, get a bunch of extra content, uncaught episodes of Super Dope. Um, last week, for the people who are on the Patreon... I think last week was like the perfect example of uh, like an uncut, like a truly uncut episode. Because like most of the uncut stuff that I've done to this point, it's been like, you know, like an extra five or six minutes of shit in between of like us talking smack or us going to the back bathroom and like singing songs and shit or just being goofy as fuck, whatever we do, like in those off moments. But last week was like, I think the first real good example of an uncut super dope episode with the Vic 
McNogna discussion just because you had a great example about, you know, how to potentially ruin my life. Mm-hmm. We had a fourth fucking person in the in the episode that you would have never known was there. Yeah, you gotta you pay just, for those benefits. Yeah, you gotta hear <laughs> you gotta hear is her name Megan or Megan? Difference, <laughs> dude. Well, if you want to hear Megan slash Megan, uh, sounds the same to me. <laughs> I mean, I think it's spelled Megan. I think it's actually Megan. Ugh. I think we just all call her <laughs> Megan because we're ignorant. I'm gonna call her Marbles. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear Marbles, <laughs> uncut sound for the Vic episode last week, where where not only do you get to hear Marbles Megan McNeil, but you get to hear Mike Norm suggest how to ruin my entire existence. So. If you hate listen this, my dad today. Oh, that's the other fucking shout out. My dad, who was like, you never shout me out, you fucking douchebag. I'm like, pops, I fucking shout you out fairly regularly. He's like, I listened to two whole episodes and I didn't hear me once. And I'm like, dude, oh, okay. we're coming up on a hundred episodes. We've done a few hundred hours worth of content. Get the fuck over yourself, bro. You listen to two out of 300 hours of content? Boo-hoo. Pop. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday to my dad. Happy birthday. Who else we got? Bobby. Fucking Bobby Milburn's birthday was last week, and I fucked up and didn't fucking remember. So happy belated birthday uh, to our friend Bobby. If you don't know who Bobby is, you can hear him on the... Broly, super dope live episode and game on. Bobby's one of my favorite people, dude. That dude is so fucking funny. He knows his Dragon Ball for sure. And uh, before we wrap it for good tonight, um, he's out of the hospital now, but yo, our brother, Brian Sleepin' Sleeps. Brian Sleeper Sleepin' Sleeps. Just got out the hospital. Hashtag free sleeps. Hashtag free sleeps <laughs> I mean <laughs> they're trying to lock him up at that hospital man we're gonna let him out try to fucking <laughs> chain his ass down with an IV bag right I don't know he's at the hospital now he's feeling better so sleeper we love you buddy and uh what else we got I think that's pretty much it we're catching up on dubs April's fast approaching if you don't know what the April plans are get on the Patreon and you'll know if not, see you on April 1st, bitch. Oh, I called you a bitch. That's problematic. You know what I said to my dad today? I said, karma's a bitch, and he got all bent out of shape about it. <laughs> Don't you say talk about karma like that. He's like, bitch, <laughs> why would you use that term? Why is karma that thing? And I'm like, expression. he didn't say that, but his face said that. And I was like, <sighs> can't even fucking speak a phrase to your ass without getting out of, bent out of shape. Yeah, teach him about Fucking freedom of speech. Mm. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. For Dominion. We're done. <laughs> We're done. That's super dope. We love you guys. Uh we'll talk to you soon. That's it. No, I can't even I can't. Boogie back. I was about to fucking do another one, but that one was so perfect that I can't. Nailed it. We're done. Goodbye.